Thank you for tuning into Michelle's Sanctuary. Subscribe if you haven't already, and please share this podcast if you know others who could benefit. Drift into a blissful rest with a sleepy story for grown-ups that will help you fall asleep and stay asleep. You're listening to a New York love story, a bedtime story from the Cozy Laundrette series. Travel through time to Manhattan in 1971 to enjoy the marriage of two unique souls reunited in their golden years. As you partake in a love story as charming as Central Park at summer's end, the romance and splendor of New York inspire hope and dreams. Tonight, enjoy the sense of community and connection with the heartwarming characters of The Laundry Club, a collection of unique souls brought together in the cozy laundrette of a historic townhouse. Find a cozy spot to relax and let the timeless wonders of Manhattan sweep you into an enchanting night. It's time to dream away. Welcome to Michelle's Sanctuary, a place where you are encouraged to tend to your needs with the soothing powers of your creative mind. I am Michelle, and you may think of me as your trusted guide and friend on this journey through a magical transition, a time of shifting seasons where the warmth of summer gives way to the crisp air of autumn. Here, love rekindles, and every fleeting moment carries the promise of moments that may change one's life. While I provide the framework of this talk down and story, you are the creator of your listening experience and may customize every detail. You are free to drift away from my voice at any point and welcome sleep. As you delve into the Laundry Club series, may you feel at home with the characters in charming neighborhood on the Upper West Side. This nurturing, urban environment for artists and dreamers inspires your creative spirit and hopefully creates a connection to each character as if you have known them forever. Get as cozy and comfortable as you can in this sacred space where sleep beckons and dreams are revealed. Cast away any thoughts that interfere with your intention to find comfort and tranquility. If a thought or idea needs to be revisited, save it for another time by placing it on the highest shelf of your mental closet. A warm wave of appreciation washes over you, like the gilded light of autumn as it contrasts the coolness of the changing air. Feel the air permeate the sanctuary of your room. Carrying aromatic notes 
of lingering summer and encroaching fall. In the spirit of our story, imagine your bedding is freshly removed from the dryer, still radiating warmth. Inhale deeply as if you are breathing in the fragrance of clean cotton and freshly laundered towels. Savor this sensation of fluffy blankets and the softest of garments swaddling around you. Allow your body to grow soft as your mind eases in the descent from the cares of the day and the noise of the outside world. Now gently yawn if you'd like, because with each yawn, your body receives a soothing message. Relax. Let go. Feel your brainwaves slowing down like the gentle spin of a washing machine winding down its cycle. It feels so good that you may choose to yawn again and perhaps release a sigh. A sigh of surrender to this tender moment. Inhale deeply once more, savoring the scent of freshly laundered bedding as it delivers the essence of cleanliness and comfort. Allow another yawn to emerge and exhale in a sweet sigh. Letting everything go. Repeat this pattern once more at a pace that feels right. Inhaling warmth and comfort. Exhaling tension and worry. Let each breath draw you deeper into a state of profound relaxation as you journey towards the heart of this evening's tale, it's time for the story to begin. Throughout history, love has been kept at bay. Passion has been smoldered. And relationships have been forced to end before they began. Simply because society could not fathom love transcending the confines of what was deemed acceptable for that era. Some of these betrothed couples maintained their connection in secrecy for decades, missing out on the shared moments that traditional partnerships enjoyed. Some star-crossed lovers let outsiders dictate their fate aligning their loyalty to family or cultural norms at the price of letting love slip away to keep the perceived peace. Ed and Dorothy met well before their developing minds fully understood what love meant in a public primary school in the heart of Greenwich Village. Ed, a first-generation American, from Chinese immigrants, was pressured by his parents to assimilate, study hard, and leave no time for social activities. 
After school, he would deliver bags of laundry nearly double his size down Leroy and Cornelia Street. When not working, he could be found perched on a wooden bench outside his family's laundry, his face so close to the textbook that his nose would occasionally grace the paper. Now Dorothy was the only child of a vaudeville couple that settled in an artsy building when she started school and first encountered Ed. Her father transitioned from touring actor to playwright, deconstructing life in an ever-changing metropolis, while her mother became the grand dame of a theater company. Throughout their education, Dorothy and Ed formed a deep friendship over the sense of never quite fitting in or sharing the juvenile interests of their peers. Dorothy, intimidated by her parents' showmanship, secretly tended to her artistic desires, allowing only Ed to be her audience in her earlier days of singing ragtime and Italian arias. Upon entering high school, a spark was ignited, forever altering the nature of their innocent friendship and transforming it into a life-altering love. Dorothy's bohemian parents would have celebrated their daughter's budding romance had they not been kept in the dark and made such a big deal that to Dorothy, secrecy felt safe. But Ed wanted to share his love with the world. Dorothy was the sole source of enchantment in a childhood ruled by studies and work. After graduation, Ed was sent off to university to become an engineer. And upon graduating, his parents arranged his marriage to the daughter of a Chinese-American family residing on the Lower East Side. As the eldest son, deeply aware of the profound sacrifices his family had made to provide him with opportunities in the melting pot of New York, Ed felt a sense of obligation to fill all the dreams and aspirations they had for him. To fill the void brought by Ed's absence, Dorothy threw herself into the theater to spend the next 60 years as a trailblazing performer in cabarets and theaters and a mentor to some of the 20th century's greatest talents. When they reconnected at a high school reunion, many lifetimes had passed, but one look into Dorothy's eyes and Ed was transported back to the fire escape of his childhood tenement where she instigated their first kiss. As the night unfolded, they revisited old stoops and secret gardens 
filling in the dots for all the missing years. Ed was widowed, while Dorothy never married, and when it was time to put Dorothy in a cab heading uptown, Ed sealed her lips with a kiss, initiating with a confidence he never had as a teen, but had spent the last 60 years cultivating. And not long after that night of reconnection, Ed would become one of the most beloved characters of the Laundry Club and part of your world. Which brings us to the present moment. The breeze off Central Park West is subtle, barely a whisper. The late day sun pours down the canyon of West 72nd Street and casts its golden light on the deep green foliage at the edge of the park. The leaves are a few weeks shy of being changed by the brushstrokes of autumn. You walk alongside the members of the laundry club, including Charlie the super, young Madeline the pastry chef, and Tom the writer. This unlikely gathering of a chosen family and chosen love trail behind Dorothy to help carry the ivory lace train of her wedding gown. Shadows dance on the delicate fabric as she steps beneath a trellis dripping in wisteria at the entrance to the park. The creamy lace bishop sleeves harken back to the Victorian era bridal gowns. Tiny prisms form in the crystal beading, creating hypnotic patterns that attract your attention. The procession feels timeless and dreamlike, as if this moment has happened before offering a strong sense of deja vu. The group continues down a winding, tree-lined path that leads to the lake. Along the way, park-goers including hippies and vibrant floral prints, artists dressed in black from head to toe, and outspoken characters that resonate with the essence of old New York, offer their praises as the wedding party passes. The most hurried and jaded city residents cannot help but notice the beaming senior bride in her wedding gown. Some native thespians and peers recognize her as Dorothy Reynolds and cheer her on. Rowboats scatter the golden lake as it reflects the September sun, surrounding trees, and silhouettes of looming skyscrapers to the south. Nestled beneath a trellis, Ed waits with an efficient, dressed in a rich brown polyester suit, 
considered quite hip for the times. The corners of his lips reach from ear to ear in a smile that will continue to beam long after the final rays of sunlight slip beyond the Hudson and skyline of Jersey. Madeline's hair flows down the back of her burgundy velvet vintage dress as she locks arms with Charlie, rarely seen without his blue jumpsuit uniform. He's dapper in a navy suit. Tom captures the moment on Kodachrome with his vintage camera. Collapsing his tall, lanky stature into an awkward squat to frame the perfect angles as the ceremony proceeds. Ed removes a tattered slip of paper from the inner pocket of his suit jacket. The paper, yellowed and worn with age, holds sentimental value beyond measure. It's the last letter he received from Dorothy as a teenager before they lost touch. A cherished relic of their enduring connection with a bit of her mystifying foresight. His steady hands unfold the fragile note its edges worn from countless readings. Dorothy's elegant cursive handwriting graces the page as he begins to read out loud. His voice quivers with emotion, carrying the sentiments of a soon-to-be heartbroken girl who expresses that one day they will marry. When Dorothy inscribed the letter, preventing her tears from smearing the ink, she thought they would find one another after at schooling. Her words from long ago speak of enduring love, of shared dreams, and a connection that transcended time and distance. And though it took much longer than her 17-year-old self could have imagined. She's grateful just the same. Dorothy and Ed deliver their vows. Vows Dorothy had spoken to the night sky from the slabs of schist along Central Park Lake for decades before everything aligned bring them back together. Ed and Dorothy promise to cherish each other in the autumn of their lives, to embrace the changes of the seasons together in this third act, where time becomes more precious, and as their quiet utterances are heard among their chosen family, a pair of turtles swim in tandem across the lake and ascend the rocks just below. 
the turtles settle and crane their necks to watch as the bride and groom exchange simple rings. A chorus of cheers comes from the laundry club. Their glee is echoed by onlookers on the lakeshore and those in rowboats as Dorothy and Ed exchange a tender kiss. The park seems to come alive with the resonance of their journey. And the golden hues of a New York sunset bear witness to their late life love story. And just as the sun disappears, the bride and groom intertwine their fingers as Ed whispers a secret joke into Dorothy's ears and she stifles a laugh. A silent wave takes over the area. Even the rowers on the lake pause for a moment, touched by the depth of this union. The officiant announces them husband and wife, and Ed and Dorothy lead the procession from the quaint ceremony to Tavern on the Green. It's not the first walk through Central Park with your beloved neighbors, but it somehow feels more magical than ever before. The fragility of time permeates the air and you savor every sensory perception. The vibrant bands of magenta and lavender that light up the sky and contrast the steely grays, blues, and browns of skyscrapers. The soft earth beneath your feet. The eclectic smells coming from food carts the last of summer's blossoms and the cool breeze off the lake. You trail a bit behind the group and ponder the brevity of any moment, real or imagined as it slips through your fingers. Tom, in his English professor uniform, of a plaid wool blazer with elbow patches and corduroy slacks, races ahead of the group to shoot his camera in an effort to extend the sense of realness beyond a fleeting memory. Dorothy, breathtaking in her lace gown and Ed beaming in his brown suit, Walk hand and hand to West Drive, where they board the back of a carriage drawn by a horse that leads the group to Tavern on the Green. Their love story inspires a sense of hope in everyone they pass, conjuring whistles and congratulations. You follow behind the carriage as Charlie offers Madeline a handkerchief to absorb the tears of joy that escape her eyes, tears that reveal a deep longing that she may one day experience this kind of love 
firsthand. You arrive at the iconic tavern moments after the newlyweds as the fiery sky transforms into a dark, dusty blue and the city lights begin to twinkle. The Central Park restaurant is known for its glitz, its ostentatious gold mirrors, and old-world decor, where one may cross paths with movers and shakers of the times, gaily dining at intimate tables, or tinkering on the keys of a piano. But just a century ago, the Victorian Gothic dwelling served as a sheepfold for the flocks that once roamed in Sheep Meadow. As you step beneath the awning and into the entrance with Ed and Dorothy, the atmosphere buzzes with excitement and the clinking of glasses signals the start of a beautiful evening. The maitre d' leads the wedding party to a cozy table in the back to enjoy a fine dining experience, followed by a three-tiered cake made by Madeline. Cast in the honeyed glow of flickering candles, Tom stands to raise his glass to the newlyweds. His voice filled with warmth and emotion tells of love's enduring power of second chances and of the beauty of reconnecting with one's deepest love when the time feels right. His words resonate with everyone in attendance and there isn't a dry eye in the room as he wishes Ed and Dorothy a lifetime of happiness. After dinner, everyone steps out onto the terrace where a band plays songs that wax on romantically about New York. The orbs of lights strung about the open air dance floor mirror the city lights. And while some of the greatest stars of the time may be found lingering at the bar and tucked away in corner tables. The infectious joy of Dorothy and Ed garners the most attention as they land on the dance floor. Ed, forever a goofball, leads his wife with a silly attempt at the Charleston. Dorothy swats his arm playfully and then they dance slowly beneath the golden lights. Their reunion has shaved over a decade off their demeanor as they are more agile and energetic than souls 20 years their junior. The euphoria of the day surges through the crowd they dance and twirl against the backdrop of a glittering city skyline and silhouette of Central Park trees. The promise of love hangs in the air like a
like a tangible dream. You stand along the perimeter of the dance floor and in the midst of the revelry, a wellspring of hope rises within you. Ed and Dorothy's story proves that it's never too late to find a love so deep, so profound, that it could light up the twilight of one's life. Watching their sparkling eyes lock on one another as they spin, and Dorothy's lacy train takes flight on an evening breeze, you see a glimpse of who they once were. A warm wave of tenderness undulates from your heart center, sparked by the sense that such love is possible for anyone at any age in the heart of a city that has witnessed countless love stories over the years. Ed wrangles the group and says he's ready to hit the best spot in town. A feeling of bliss follows the laundry club as you all leave the tavern, excited to enjoy the last intimate moments of the celebratory occasion in the room where so much began. Low-lying clouds roll in from the west, and as rain falls like a gossamer veil, barely enough to consider using an umbrella, but just enough to add a dreamy sheen to the sidewalks and city streets. Ed and Dorothy lead the group on the familiar trek home. Tonight, the blocks take on a beguiling energy. Street lamps cast a warm, inviting glow. Their light reflecting in shimmering pools on the rain-kissed pavement. You watch as your figures reflect back in a glassy puddle, captured like a rendering in oil pastels. As you arrive at the brownstone on West 69th Street that you've all called home for varying degrees of time, Tom tells everyone to stay put and runs inside. He soon returns with a tripod to take a group photo, capturing the ethereal lighting and charming home. The group disbands as Ed proclaims everyone should reconvene in their finest PJs for an after party in the laundry room. You race up the stairs, graced by a second wind, entering your beloved apartment to change into a striped linen long-sleeved button-down pajama shirt and drawstring pants. Your pet steps out of the shadows as a cool breeze billows the curtains to forecast the perfect night for sleep. 
But before sleep wins, you descend the stairs with your pet at your heels to gather in the basement laundrette. Cast in the jewel-toned light of antique lamps and golden sconces, Ed, your gracious host, is dressed in steel-gray pajamas, still grinning from ear to ear. He awaits with skillfully arranged bamboo steamers of dim sum and a steaming pot of hot tea. The gentle hum of the dryer in the background adds a soothing rhythm to the gathering. A record crackles, playing Billie Holiday. One by one, your neighbors arrive and tease Ed for going through all this effort on his wedding day. But that's Ed, always happiest to be helping, plotting, or planning. Dorothy is the last to arrive in a long rose-colored satin robe cinched at the waist and elegantly cascading onto the floorboards and throw rug, allowing for the bride and groom to go first. Everyone else follows their lead to make plates of the steaming, tiny delicacies that offer just enough food to barely fill one's stomach. The warmth of the small bites and soothing tea captures the same penetrating warmth this day has revealed. As you savor the dim sum and tea, laughter and conversation flow freely as they always have. You deeply appreciate relationships like this that come unexpectedly and with ease during times. You aren't even seeking them. Dorothy's long robe trails down the front of her chair to form a silky pool of fabric on the floor. Your pet curls atop the satin, seeking permission to stay. Dorothy insists it's okay, happy to have the dear animal close. Ed opens a fortune cookie, revealing a slip of paper that reads, Hope is the spark that lights the path to endless love. Everyone else takes turns, enjoying the fortune cookies and sharing the messages. You gently crack open yours and read the passage. Your presence is the truest form of kindness. These timeless offerings of wisdom hang in the air, prompting reflective smiles and thoughtful nods from the group. These ideas will linger and resonate well into the night in the soft embrace of sleep.
to the late-night passers-by on West 69th Street, gazing through the tiny window of the basement laundrette. It's like finding a hidden underground gem. The warm, inviting glow spills onto the rain-slicked sidewalk, casting a soft, golden aura on the otherwise dark and quiet street. Faces aglow with smiles and contented eyes reveal the unique connections that New York brings to those open to them. Just past midnight, Ed, with his characteristic thoughtfulness, grabs a wicker laundry basket and begins passing out wedding mementos. He reveals handmade blankets that retain the warmth from the dryer embroidered by Dorothy with the words made with threads of love. One by one you hug each of your neighbors. Charlie offers a big bear hug. Tom has a more modest one-armed embrace. Madeline offers a sweet peck on the cheek and the smell of fresh pastries and vanilla that linger on her skin hits your nose. Ed, the least comfortable with physical embraces, gives a quick hug as though he's ready to dart off in the New York Marathon. And Dorothy, who you hug last, as her soft satin gown graces your skin she holds you tight with a maternal embrace. You inhale the fragrant notes of her hyacinth oil as she pulls back and her loving eyes pour into yours as she thanks you. You could not feel more appreciated or loved for simply being there. Madeline and Charlie stay behind to tidy up as the newlyweds, you and Tom, return to your apartments, your pet leading the way this time. The rain has ceased, yet the world outside glistens in the lights of the city and the luminous rising moon. You peer out onto the courtyard Loving this city, this building, your neighbors, and your pet with all your might. You curl up beneath the threads of love. And outside the city continues to pulse with life. You are soothed by a sense of peace and deep fulfillment, finding comfort, finding warmth, finding safety, finding sleep. It's time to dream away.